Welcome to another episode of Mended and Whole, a podcast dedicated to healing hearts and renewing minds. And now, here's your host, Sonia Collins. Hello, hello. I am back. I am back for my third episode on the Mended and Whole podcast. It's been a, a few months since the second one I made. Uh, for sure, these are crazy, unprecedented times, but fear not. God is sitting on his throne. He's the creator of the heavens and the earth. And nothing that happens uh, is a surprise to him. So I just wanted to encourage you today, fear not, fear not. I have had in my heart um, to talk um, today about the Lord as your husband, as our husband. And um, I wanted to share uh, Isaiah 54, 5. It's a verse that I've been carrying for many years, since my single years, many, many, many years ago. Uh, and it says, For your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And your, re- and your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He's called the God of the whole earth. Isaiah 54, 5. And I am one of those women that found comfort in this verse when I was single and even more now that I am married. Why? Because nothing satisfies. God knows that in our heart of hearts that there's a gap and a hole for his indwelling, that we are wired to be bonded and to be one with him. Um. When I was single, at times I was tempted to feel irritated or bothered about this verse. I have to confess, it kind of bothered me at times um, because of the timing. When it was quoted by a loved one or someone in the family, uh, someone usually after a single person expressed loneliness or a desire to be married someday, perhaps one day soon, or sadness over the end of a romantic relationship with uh, life-shifting friendships and or a painful divorce or a separation, God offers to us a stable, intimate relationship, which is described by Him in the Bible as the relationship of a husband and wife. I actually looked it up in the Oxford Dictionary. And husband is defined as a married man considered in relation to his spouse. The word husband comes from the old Norse husbandi. Husbandi. Where hus is U.S. meant house, and bondi meant dweller. So husband means house dweller. Wow. As I mature as a single person, I found more comfort appropriating the meaning of the Lord as my husband. Um, I frequently use it as my own personal affirmation. I used it when I was single, and even now, as a married woman for 21 years, um, I continue to grow in relationship and intimacy with God as my husband. 
being married has deepened my understanding of who God is in me and who God is to me. He's close and personal. He's not distant or disconnected. He is a hands-on God. And he desires to be our husband in whatever stage we may be in our life, whether we are um, in marriage um, or uh, in transition, uh, the Lord decides to be our husband. The Bible calls the church the bride of Christ. So this is something to aspire to grow in spiritual relationship, knowing God as our husband for both males and females. And reading Isaiah 54 in context, verses 4 through 6. I'm going to read these three verses so we can hear the heart and the context of what God wants to say to us in inviting us into intimacy and relationship with Him as God as our husband. In verse uh, 4, it says, Do not be afraid. For you will not be put to shame. Do not be humiliated. For you will not be disgraced. For you will forget the shame of your youth. And remember no more reproach of your widowhood. For your husband is your maker. The Lord of hosts is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He is called the God of all the earth. For the Lord has called you back like a wife deserted and wounded in spirit. The wife of one's youth when she is rejected, says the Lord. Wow, that's just beautiful. It gives so much context into that invitation. Um, it says that he sees you. He hears you. He understands you. I'm going to break down that verse, uh, Isaiah 54, 4. It talks about the Lord being our maker. He is our maker, which also means creator. According to Genesis 1, 26, it says, let's create, let's, plural, let's create men according to our image. Is talking about us. Is talking about a community. Is talking about we. Let's create. So God is our creator and our maker. In the same verse, it talks about God. He is the Lord of hosts. He is the Lord that commands armies. Is military armies. Is also His name. I love this. It's like the different facets of God in. This verse um, in the chapter 54 and verse 4 is loaded with a description of the different facets of God. He said that he's also our redeemer. He repays, he recovers, he saves, he exchanges, he delivers, he avenges from wrongs. Well, have you ever been wrong? Have you ever been okay, taken advantage of or rejected or refused or reproached? Well, he is your redeemer. He avenges you from all wrongs. I love that. 
He's called the God of the whole earth. Not part of the earth, but the whole earth. Boom. I love that facet and that side of God. He is the God of the whole earth. With all the coming and going, with the signs of the times, and what we're seeing right now in the political arena and in the uh, economic in the economy and just uh, on your face how um, uh, we are living life right now, uh, the changes and the restrictions, you know, it puts things in perspective that the Lord, even though it's not his will, he allows certain things. And, um, but he indeed has not lost control. He is the God of the whole earth. I just love that. In, um, I looked up some verses that talk about God as my husband, and I came across Hosea 2.16, and it says, In that day, declares the Lord, you will call me my husband, and no longer call me my master. I looked up the word master in the dictionary, and it means a man who has people working for him especially servants or slaves. How beautiful is this covenant that we have with God? It's a divine trade because he invited us to allow him to go from being our master to being our husband. It's an emotional, spiritual, beautiful, intimate relationship. I just love, love that. Um, Another verse that I found um, is um, uh, in Hosea, also chapter 2. It says, so I will betroth you to me forever. I will betroth you in righteousness and justice, in loving devotion and compassion. In loving devotion and compassion. God is not going anywhere. He says that he's going to be married to us forever. That's beautiful. It just brings a smile to my heart. It's just the affirmation of God that he is a good, good husband, that he will take care of you and me as his bride. In Ezekiel 16:8, he says, Now, when I passed by you and looked upon you, behold, your time of love, and I spread my skirt over you and covered your nakedness. Yes, I swore to you and enter into a covenant with you, says the Lord God, and you became mine. Again, there's God affirming you and me affirming us, those that have come to the Lord, to be one with Him. It's so beautiful. He knows exactly what our heart of hearts and our soul needs to hear. We need to be affirmed. Do you need affirmation? You come to the Lord. How beautiful it is to know that we can call God Almighty our husband. There's other things that... Um, I made a list of some things that God does better than any, any, any other earthly husband. 
uh, this is some things that God does for me. And um, I am continuing to grow in knowing him in this way as um, he knows I haven't arrived. But it's just a joy and there's a beauty in this journey in getting to know him. Okay, number one, I wrote six things that about some things that God does for me. He makes me feel special. He sure does. His word tells me I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139, 14. The written word of God speaks directly to my heart like a whisper and life to my heart and soul. If I'm feeling anxious or afraid, especially during these unprecedented times that we're experiencing all over the earth, all over the globe, his word reminds me that I am very valuable and highly esteemed, that I don't need to feel lost or confused or disregarded or uncertain. Um, I am important enough for him to talk with me, that I am important enough for him to give to me and to be there for me. He delights in me. So he makes me feel special. That's number one. And number two is... God is always present. <laughs> Even the best possible husband cannot be there 100% of the time. But God is. He never slumbers. He never sleeps. He's never, he is never out of town or worried. He's never sick or too busy for me. When I think that if I wanted to speak to the president of the United States right now, if I were to call the White House, I tried to to talk to the president. There's no chance, very likely, for me to get through. But I can actually call out and call to my heavenly father and husband 24 hours a day. Direct access to the creator of heaven and earth. He promised us to never leave us or forsake us. So he's always present. Number three, he understands me. I can be peculiar, but I am no mystery to God. Even with my eccentricities, which I have many, you can ask my husband or my kids. <laughs> he loves and accepts me. Before I speak, he answers. He knows my coming and my going. He knows all about it before I can put language to it and words. He gets me even when I don't get myself. <laughs> it sounds funny, but sometimes, you know, I, I am not quite sure I understand myself and my emotions. I think it takes God to know me. And he does. He understands me. Okay, number four. He has no limits. We are limited by time and space. Even the best husband is limited by time and space, understanding, resources, and so much more. But God supplies all of my needs, including emotional, spiritual material, too, from his special unlimited supply. I love Philippians 4.19. It says, and my God will supply every, every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. According to his riches, according to his riches, he will supply every need, whether it be financial, emotional, spiritual, 
health-wise, it doesn't matter. He has an ample supply to meet all of my needs and plenty as well to meet yours. Number five, he believes in me. He believes in me when I don't even believe in myself or when I self-doubt or are uncertain. I'm too hard on myself. I tend to be a perfectionist, an objective thinker, and it is not, it doesn't serve me well because I can be extremely brutal with myself and don't believe in myself, but he does. He believes in me. He created, he called and commissioned me and you for a specific purpose and destiny and gave me gifts to walk them out. He gave me special capabilities to bless others and mend their broken heart for them to be restored to fulfill their God-given mission and calling. In turn, they can also help and restore others back to the Father. He knows the depth of the mission. He built in me to fulfill in this world. He sees in me beauty. He sees strength, determination, and wisdom that are within me. Sound wisdom that only comes from him. I am fully equipped to be what he called me to be. He knows and reminds me I have what it takes to do the job. And you do too. You have what it takes to do the job with what you have in your hand. God knows you as well and he believes in you as well. Okay, number six. He only asks from me what I want to give him. This is one of the most amazing things that I love about God as my husband, that he's not pushing. The Lord is so appreciative and humble of whatever I can share with him as I give him my heart, my emotions, and give myself away to his love and kindness to his loving kindness. He's never pushy or demanding or selfish as it is not his nature. If at times I hold back parts of my heart when I pray or when I chat with him when I'm hurting, he fills my heart with songs of deliverance, with songs of comfort and sound counsel, joy, and, and, and he also fills me up again without asking for anything back in return. He's such a gentleman all the way. God asks everything from me because he gave himself away for me. He also gave himself away for you. When he asks for all of your heart and mind, he's not asking for a repayment, but is intimacy and relationship that he desires. I love to behold his beauty. I love to feel loved by him. And I love to uh, feel his respect and his delight. He tells me, I am enough. And so are you. Say, I am enough. I am enough, God says that I am enough and he is the God that is more than enough to meet all of my needs. Um, I tell you, God gave me an amazing husband 
who loves God with all of his heart. And he loves me. He is faithful, a super hard worker, and is unconditionally devoted to me and our family. I am a very blessed woman, and I am very grateful to the Lord for giving me my husband. But at times, I'll be honest, I still feel needy or hungry, spiritually and emotionally. And he just doesn't have that emotional bandwidth. I think that is not uncommon to see in men or human nature, that sometimes we just need more, um, that and especially when I don't keep my eyes on Jesus only. I think that's, that's why we have to keep our eyes to the one that fills our heart and our soul and just makes us right in the spirit. I am at my very best when I keep my eyes on Jesus to make me hold and be the health of my countenance in every way. I think there are many women that may feel like me, whether uh, single or married or in transition between a status. So whatever your status, and whether you are a female or male, young or old, I pray that you come to know God in this most intimate way. And how do you do that? By sticking around and sitting in His presence. Uh, through worship and praise. It's a yielding to His presence. It's a yielding to His Lordship. Be real with Him. Just let it rip and just be raw. He will never criticize you, judge you. He will just love you, accept you, and make you whole. Be real with Him as He listens to you attentively. He loves you. He delights in you. Give him a chance to make himself known to you, and he will. Make you, may you know him as your husband, who loves you and completes you, and you're as your God that is enough. Now, it's your turn. Activation. <laughs> if you're a woman or, or a man, if you're married or single, what does God mean to you? Let me know. Send me an email or go to uh, Facebook and join our Facebook group. It's called The Mended and Whole Life. You can also send me an email to bemendedandwhole at gmail.com. Thank you so very much for joining me today. I wanted to share this, this side of me in my relationship with the Lord in growing and getting Him to know as my husband. Bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the Mended and Whole podcast. To join our community, visit mendedandwhole.com today.